voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio The sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news Rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing Whatever you choose Radio The sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call letter and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio Well, hello and good evening and welcome to All Things Radio 635. This is June 23rd, 2022. We originate from Southwest Florida, Naples, Florida, to be more precise. Jeff, take it away. Oh, thank you very much, Bill. We'll say hello to everybody. And first of all, we'll start things off this week with our radio news from a national perspective. We've got calls and feedback. Yes, we have a voicemail. And we'll screw Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And this week, we're doing something just a little different. Bill Sparks has decided to put Gary Keedler on the hot seat. We're going to hear all about Gary Keedler and his work with radio reading services and whatever we, whatever we can pry out of him. <laughs> something like that. Then we'll do our classic That's air check. That's a already. You got it, yeah. Gary. Then we'll do our classic air check. This time, and, and this will be, I know Chris will like this one, 1961 with Bruce Bradley on WBZAM. And finally, we get to hear Bedtime Magic. It's a nighttime love song kind of show with softer music or a softer presentation with David Allen Boucher, who is retiring from the radio station after working for the station since 1981, nonstop. So all in all, we have a very busy show this week. Bill, I'll turn it over to you so you can put Bernie on the hot seat. I only put him on for, for a few seconds. He's, he's in shock right now. Um, we've gave him some news before the show that has sent him reeling. So crying. news that I did not know. I, I'm just and we're crying with you. I'm we're crying with you. Wow. I mean, hey, we 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 never stop searching for what's going on I here. No, but I mean, I live here. I thought somebody would have told me. Wow. <laughs> I should have just sent you a text and told you, but Jeff actually scooped me. And um, wow, okay, good. I feel better. Okay. So right. he actually well, maybe, maybe, maybe you should uh, lead off, Bill, by telling the people who, who what, what it's all about. And then well, yeah, can... yeah, yeah, you can tell them, Jeff. It's all about part it's of the all big about, sale. Uh, well, we, we talked for the last week about them selling its Indianapolis properties to Urban One, and Urban One is getting rid of because they had to get rid of the radio station WHHH FM 96.3 and with the hip hop format, and, they, and they've done it. They are selling 96.3 of the frequency to uh, Bible Broadcasting, which runs a bunch of religious radio stations, uh, mostly in the South, as far as I know. I know they're up there all over the place, but really, I think the majority of them are in the South. So, so that's what's going on. And Bernie, you didn't know about that, and so we were going to talk. We were talking about it earlier. So, I know I'm not even sure so, what you can even say about that. I, I just well, I can't say anything now because I have to be careful, but. Uh, <laughs> Before the show, I was saying funny. So are they are they are they moody Bible or are they just 
No. Well, it's a, it's a totally separate organization. It's not Moody. It's not uh, like not CBN or any of that stuff. It's its yeah, own yeah, organization. Yeah, Charlotte is where they're headquartered. Yeah, that's good. No, no, no more. No more local people on that station. That's no. what I hate no. when they have local people on radio. Yeah. Don't you just say it when yeah. people get yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's, since they are satellite delivered, and I've gotten to hear them over the years, they're uh, they're just uh, going to be essentially a transmitter, basically, for uh, oh, programming that's not even going to initiate. It's not even going to initiate from initiate. Yeah, what I've thing. heard of it's religious teaching mainly, because I think the San Antonio one came out in the 90s there wasn't even a lot of like religious music. It was all like preachers and Christian talk shows and stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Isn't that what? Um, isn't that what WBRI does? Which is fifteen hundred. They've gone to just that type of teaching, but they don't have the yeah. signal. But the other thing that yeah. was made public this week was the price that Urban One paid for the cluster, the MS cluster of stations, and that was $25 million. And we're, we're comparing that to one station here in Naples that was just sold to Fort Myers Broadcasting. Of course, they are the number one rated radio station in this area, and that's WAVV. Kind of an easy listening type sound, but they sold one station for... Eight million dollars. Now, they do have a two, three translators, so you know there's a little bit more to you know that station than just the one hundred one point one. But still, that's a pretty good amount of money for one station. Now, yeah, it I, really is. It is. I think there's there's a story that goes way back that when Bill Shirk sold that station, that he got a very high inflated number, like close to $40 million, and I could be off in this, for that 96.3 frequency. For, for HHH? Yes. Yeah. Well, he And he also had 106.7 at one time, too. Right. And yeah. so he sold, you know... Uh, that station and got how to do it. I would wonder what he'd be thinking right now with all of that's going on in radio. Maybe he's maybe he's glad he's not owning any radio stations at this point, Bernie. Well, we well, he still owns he still owns at least one or two in Hawaii. Does he? Yeah. And he owns a station, I think, in Lebanon, or maybe not now. At ninety one point one, did he? But you yeah, know the one at uh, ninety one got. What is it, 91.1? Yeah, yeah. Radio Mom? Well, it used to be. Did he change it from Radio Mom? I know that radio. Yeah, Radio Mom, and now Radio Mom is Wife FM. There's about 73 of those, so who knows we have one hand raised Al well, would you like to mute yourself and then we'll get into our radio news Al go ahead please okay one quick uh, note here uh, I noticed that Bill's voice is coming out nice and clear but just like somebody mentioned yesterday the other uh, uh, panel members are kind of weak alright thank you Al I'm glad you always have something positive to say thank you yeah not as weak as you Al but that's okay <laughs> oh. 
I just, yeah, we'll take it, whatever. Um, but we will get to He's the right news. Though, Bill. You're, you're coming through strong, man. You're knocking them down. You're well, yeah, you're coming through. You're booming through. You well, got a good mic. That's because, that's because I stole the stuff so that Chris and Jeff couldn't talk so loud. That's yeah, right. Yeah, the, uh, the, the nuclear option has been uh, uh, leveled on us, and we're right. very soft now. Yeah, so. <laughs> But all kidding aside, Al, we will we will um, check that out and we'll put the crack research team on that. Yeah, uh, put the research. Yeah. Hey, now, is the research, the research team, team on crack or or they crack? Well, they're they're actually it's both. They they kind of that's how they function. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't oh, sure. Okay. Well, you know what it was. So, um, but we will. I'll I'll check it out and see where the where the sound is and if there's an issue and but like i said you must be hearing us because you're calling in so yeah you knew the rest of us were on here so oh that's good. yeah <laughs> you're killing me here bill i just took a drink of tea and it went all over my shirt i think i better get to that get that radio news I'm the only owner that's ever been fired. Here we go. <laughs> By yourself. You yeah. Good old, good old Uncle Al, the kitty's pal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Here we go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. A vibe hits Norfolk, Virginia. iHeartMedia makes lineup changes at two of its radio stations in Norfolk, Virginia. We'll let you know what's happening on the street and continue our look at the deals in May personal people meter ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and Norfolk, Virginia makes news. Radio station WVHTFM has dropped its top 40 format in favor of an urban adult R&B format. The new format is rather different. It's a mixture of urban R&B, classic hip-hop, and classic soul. Anthony Tone Hollywood is the program director for this radio station, he comes to this radio station after working at radio station WJMZ-FM in Greenville, South Carolina. iHeartMedia is also making news in Norfolk, Virginia with lineup changes at two of its radio stations. The stations affected here are 103 Jams and 92.1 The Beat. Here's how it all plays out. 103 Jams with its hip-hop format adds Leanne Young from KQBT-FM in Houston, Texas. She'll be doing middays for the radio station and she also voice tracks for hip-hop radio stations in Jacksonville, Florida, Kansas City, Missouri, and New Orleans, Louisiana. All of those radio stations are owned and operated by iHeartMedia. All of these changes have been made because of layoffs at iHeartMedia radio stations throughout the United States. Now let's move to Phoenix, Arizona, where there have been some changes at Hot 97.9 and 103.9. The stations have dropped their Hot Adult Contemporary format in favor of a rhythmic Adult Contemporary format. The station is now called The Rhythm of the Valley and will provide you with an air check of this radio station in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In other news, Beasley Media is making changes to the radio landscape in Las Vegas, Nevada with a swap of two of its radio frequencies. Star 107.9, KVGS, FM is moving to 102.7 and they're dropping the star moniker. The new slogan for the radio station is 102.7 VGS. The station will also premiere a new morning show hosted by Sean Tempesta who comes to this radio station after working for radio station KMXB FM owned and operated by Odyssey in Las Vegas, Nevada. Coyote Country is moving to 107.9 with PD Sean Stevens moving from afternoons to mornings. In other news, Odyssey is making lineup changes at 670 The Score WSCR AM in Chicago, Illinois. Dan Bernstein and Lawrence Holmes will air 
Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. In Seattle, Washington, they're making lineup changes at radio station KIRO-AM, which is owned and operated by Bonneville International. Michael Bumpus will be handling middays with Stacy Roast. Michael Bumpus has been a regular contributor at radio station KIRO-AM, hosting Seattle Seahawks pregame and postgame shows. What's in the name? Well, the name is going to change on radio station KHTK-AM, 1140 on the dial, owned and operated by Bonneville International. The station broadcasts the sports format, and Bonneville is changing the name to Sacktown Sports. In other news, here are the nominees for this year's Radio Hall of Fame, and this is all in cooperation with the Museum of Broadcasting. Bob Stroud, midday host at radio station WDRVFM in Chicago, Illinois. The late Bobby O.J., who hosted mornings at radio station WDIA-AM in Memphis, Tennessee. Broadway Bill Lee, who hosts afternoons at radio station WCBS-FM in New York City. Carol Miller at radio station WAXQ-FM in New York City. Charles Laquadera, Boston, Massachusetts. Chris Mad Dog Russo, who works for Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Dave Ross, who works for KIRO-FM in Seattle, Washington. Diane Rem, who worked for radio station WAMU-FM in Washington, D.C. Diana Williams, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ellen Kay, KOSC-FM, Los Angeles, California. Don and Ken, KFI-AM in Los Angeles, California. Johnny Magic, WXXL-FM, Orlando, Florida. Kevin Matthews, Chicago, Illinois. Larry Elder, Los Angeles, California. Lori DeYoung, WPOC-FM, Baltimore, Maryland. Lon Helton, Country Countdown, USA. Matt Siegel, Boston. Mojo in the Morning, WKQI-FM, Detroit, Michigan. Pat St. John, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Pierre Roberts, WMMR-FM, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Rob Brendis, KLTN-FM, Houston, Texas. Stephen Van Zandt, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Susan Waldman, New York Yankees Radio Network. And Walt Baby Love, host of Gospel Tracks. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen May Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is WHUR-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WTOP-FM with its all news operation. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one ranked radio station is WBZ-FM with an all sports format. The number two ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one ranked radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. The number two ranked radio station is KJEB-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KRWM-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Miami, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WHQT FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two ranked radio station is WFEZ FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WLYF FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one ranked radio station is WOMC FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is WMXD FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WCSX FM with a classic rock format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one rank radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KOAI-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one rank radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KQQL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota 
Minnesota market is KZJKFM with an adult its format. In San Diego, California, the number one rank radio station is KFBG-FM with an adult its format. The number two rank radio station is KPBS-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Diego, California is XHRM-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. In the market that serves Tampa and St. Petersburg, Florida, the number one rank radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian Top 40 format. And finally, the number three rank radio station serving the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WXGL-FM with a Classic Hits format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is one we've never seen before. That's KALC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station serving Denver and Boulder, Colorado is KOSI-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rank radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WQSR-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is KPNT-FM with an alternative rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is WFUN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Pfizer, followed up by Progressive Insurance, Indeed, Upside, and Dairy Queen. Last week, we told you that the Amos Broadcasting Stations in Indianapolis, Indiana were being sold to Urban One. According to the public data provided by the FCC, Urban One is paying Amos Broadcasting $25 million for its Indianapolis radio stations. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0590. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For all things radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. And the crack engineering department has done a little bit of work, but this will be as good as we can get it for the rest of the show until we get the sound system fixed. So that's just... Were we supposed to have a call and feedback? Was that going to... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that was... It's in there. It's in there. It's going to go right this second. Okay. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. I used to live in Chicago, and Steve King worked at BBM-FM, and I believe he also worked at WLS, but I'm sure about BBM-FM before they became B96. Thank you. Listener comments are always welcome, so give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, and hit option two for the podcast team there we go okay thanks for keeping us thanks for keeping us honest chris that's always good well it's not easy but i try we we get it and you do it well (laughs) i mean especially when there are so many of us trying to keep us dishonest so people like myself trying to keep us dishonest you mentioned you mentioned the price of 25 million what what did the sale of the land for ten seventy go for? Wasn't that more than twenty five million? Wasn't that like close, like seventy million? Or am I thinking? 
No, you're exactly right. It went for about that price. It went for a lot more so, than those radio stations. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The RAN for a transmitter went for almost three times more than three FMs and two well, and the re- and the reason is because the land that the transmitter sets for the WIBC AM transmitter set was more valuable than WIBC AM itself, Sean. Land is very no, no, I get that. I get that that it's more valuable than the AM. But the point I was yeah. surprised that it sold for more than all the stations all combined. That's what I would. Yeah, we understand when you have a, a radio station towers and it, that's a lot of acreage and they can build office buildings, they can build apartment complexes, they can build a lot mm-hmm. of they, they can they can totally redevelop that land into something that's gonna make even more But it is still sad. It's, it's it sad. is sad. I, uh, yeah. I remember uh, back when Metro Media bought KRLD in the late seventies, early eighties, they paid twenty six million dollars for just one AM station. Yeah. One right. station. And it was a big 50K to clear channel, but, I mean, it, uh, you know, and it was a successful yeah. station. But they paid $26 million for it, man. Just looking at it. Wow. And that's 1980-something dollars or 78 or $9. Dollars. Yeah, this is true. Oh. Bill, I think it's your. this is your time to stop, to shine because I think that... Oh, no. Yeah. See? Oh, it's we, we are for we, Jennifer. <laughs> Jen- for Jennifer. I'm telling you, it's a never-ending job here. It's a never-ending job. We can thank Al for directing things earlier. Right, but Jeff, between the two of us, we can make enough mistakes for everybody. We certainly can. We certainly can. Here's Jennifer. I think she had a few sound issues herself. So we'll... We'll just keep right on rolling. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of June 22nd. KNGL AM 1540, McPherson, Kansas, changes calls to KMCP AM. KBBE FM 96.7, McPherson, Kansas, changes calls to KMPK FM. WMAY FM 92.7, Taylorville, Illinois, changes the slogan from News Talk 94.7 and 970, WMAY to Springfield's News and Talk, 92.7 FM. WNNS FM, 98.7, Springfield, Illinois. Changes slogan from 98.7 WNNS, 80s, 90s, and now to 98.7 WNNS. KIMI FM, 107.9, Humboldt, Nebraska. Changes frequency to 107.7. KDJJ FM 94.1, Burnley, Nevada. Changes slogan from Ace Country to Nevada Talk. KPKK FM 101.1, Amargosa Valley, Nevada. Changes slogan from Ace Country to Nevada Talk. Network, WRAD AM 1460, Radford, Virginia, changes format from oldies 
Country Talk, WCKG AM 1530, Elmhurst, Illinois. Change the slogan from Sportsbook Radio to AM 1530, WCKG. And those are your call weather and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. Thank you very much, Jennifer. You always keep pounding out those call letter changes. There was one in Elmhurst, Illinois. That 1530 frequency, it might have the record for format changes and call letter changes. (laughs) The WCKG seems to have a history in Chicago. Well, there was a WCKG yep. FM at one time, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I think it was 105.9. Memory, sir. Right. Yeah, they were the they were a rock station, and they were the FM talk stern type format, and then uh, a couple other things. Yeah, they they've been around, done a done a lot of it, and um, but they continue to change on a weekly when when a station goes down to sports book radio and whatever. Pretty well oh. run out of options. And then in the winter, they have to sign off at 4.30 because of Cincinnati, because Chicago's sundown, you know, sundown and stuff, so they probably... And I don't think they have an FM or a translator or anything else. So... No. And I was going to say, even if they don't sign off, Sean, they're probably running with very, very low power at night. Yeah. So. There was a good yeah. friend of mine who used to... Well, I think he did some work for him. He's passed away. Bob Greenberg, who was a visually impaired sports reporter and he he did some work for them a couple times years ago yeah he's quite a guy uh he was (laughs) anyway all right um unless we've got anything else it's time and jeff you made the same mistake i've made a million times it's gary cattler um, but <laughs> I've fault. done. I can blame. I can blame I, my I always think that he's going to brew a, a bunch of tea for us, and that's how I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've got uh, a tea kettle over here, right? Now. Yeah, I've finally can done. Can you whistle, Gary? That's the question. Uh, no, not really. I'm not a good whistler, you know. But I is know, the talent I could never develop, unfortunately. <laughs> it's the first thing, the first time I've ever gotten it right, so it scares me. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we're going to do have somebody who can whistle off. Uh, 2600 that you know heard so. yeah yeah <laughs> what we're gonna do yeah yeah what we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna go one-on-one with gary i've never done this before i've always done pre-interviews and and that kind of stuff and recorded it but today i said hey we got a week before vacation we're allowed to make at least a hundred mistakes in a show, so here we this go. This could be one hundred and first, right? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? All right, Gary, tell me a little bit about yourself. You were born in what state of Texas? State of uh, Texas in Dallas in uh, fifty-four. Nineteen fifty-four, uh, and in, <laughs> where did you go to school? It looks like we're entertaining somebody here. Yeah, uh, I went to a public school in uh, Dallas all uh, 12 years, and then I went to college for a while, and then in the mid-70s, we had a non-com there called, it was coming on the air, called KCHU, uh-huh. which operated at 90.9. They were 
similar to Pacifica in philosophy. So I just bet everybody down there as volunteers. Um, although I did wind up getting a CETA grant for a short period of time back in '76. Uh, and I did that for a while. And then uh, uh, about that time, the radio reading service there started. And the, the guy who was working there uh, was trying to get out of it. And so we wound up, we had a disability show, and they had the general manager of the reading service there. So I said, uh, I'd like to come down and um, see your place near uh, our radio station. So I walked over there, and, uh, you know, then he said, well, we're not looking yet, but uh, keep, you know, call me back. So soon after that, I wound up doing a couple days a week, and then they gave me full time. And I was there from 76 to 86. And I thought, I'm going to do something else. So I moved to Houston. And um, I, I was taking some clerical courses. And I was going to do some computer stuff. And uh, so I was going to go back to school. And uh, one, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of, it was an 80 seven so there was not a lot there was some issues with accessibility stuff so i wound up not being able to do that so as luck would have it i lived near the houston radio reading service and i had a friend who had worked there part-time so i went down there and i started volunteering and volunteered there for a few months and then uh all of a sudden one day i guess somebody didn't show up and uh our director came and said, hey, uh, you want to work weekends? And I said, well, hey, a little money's better than no. So I said, oh, yeah, sure. So I worked there for a couple of years, and I wound up working, you know, being full-time there. And then uh, in 90, they were going to open a reading service here. Uh, and I applied for that. And I wound up scheduling volunteers and board hopping, stuff like that. And... Now, that was an interesting place to work. The guy who did it had no clue about any kind of radio a studio, how to do a radio studio, such. And it was, he was an interesting guy to work for. But uh, worked there for four years. And then they went under and went back to school. And then, you know, that due to some, uh, a uh, series of, things like computers breaking down and getting pretty seriously hurt, I wound up having to leave. So then I moved to Galveston and uh, almost got a job at KGBC there. Uh, but uh, came very, very close to that. And that, I had a, I was so close that I had a deal with a cab driver worked out to take me there and back every day. Um, and people, oh man, they're going to hire you. And you know, people who were working there were saying they were training me, and eh, one day I wound up not happening. And uh, so that's it. Well, let me ask you just a couple quick questions about the radio reading services. At one time, those were very big in the uh, visually impaired community, and they were. Usually, weren't they broadcasting on subcarriers, or this is before 
the internet really became involved and everybody went online. Is that, or they had these special yeah, receivers they, they gave out? That's exactly right. Now there's one uh, radio reading service that's on uh, an FM frequency in the New Orleans WRBH. But anyway, yeah, they're on radio reading services, and uh, uh, I, you know, a lot of them have gone under. I think now, and I don't know. Uh, I think there's still a use for them, but I think they have to tailor what they do. They need to make it more informational and less reading because. Uh, there's so many other sources for, uh, you know, reading material now. But what kind of things would you do? I mean, as far as would you provide a lot of public information? I mean, you weren't obviously reading the newspapers, but w were you mostly a board op, or did were you involved with other things and getting other programs on the air? When I ran the one here, I wasn't the manager, but I uh, pretty much ran it. I scheduled volunteers, and I got us on and off the air, and uh, pretty much board off and that kind of thing. And uh, the would, other ones, I was just a board off. Would you do a special? I mean, was that time you probably didn't have a satellite, or did you, where you could? Get a national feed, or yeah, we had uh, uh, we ran in Houston. We were on a lot. We had local programming. Um, we were pretty much local from I think eight in the morning until midnight, and so we'd run in touch, uh, the in touch network from midnight or one until we'd go back live. Uh, in Austin, we were just live six hours a day. So we would run uh, either Minnesota or in touch. Uh, we, my boss and I had a disagreement on which one to run. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I, I lost. But anyway, uh, I wanted to run in touch because it's easier if you decide to do more live programming, it was easier to get in and out of. You don't have to worry about going in the middle of a book or something like that, but they ran in Minnesota. So... And that's what I wanted to try to make it sound better. But so anyway, we ran that, and then uh, they ran out of money. Essentially, uh, what happened to them? One uh, here. Now you did you guys have problems distributing or get people to know about the radio station? I mean, was did you have trouble getting all the receivers distributed or? I don't in Houston and Dallas they were really good at that. They every now and then some TV channel would come down and do a uh, story on us. Uh, here, they didn't do as good a job of that as they could have. So we only had a few. We only had maybe 150 receivers here. Uh, for some reason, or that's all he could get. So. By the time you had stopped in in Austin, were you guys streaming on the internet by then? Uh, no, we uh, this this the first incarnation of it uh, closed in '94, and I know they brought it back, but I was gone from here then. I don't know when it came back. Uh, and it was back for a few years. Uh, so that's kind of what you did. You got out of that, and now you've 
just kind of semi-retired, just watching, listening and keeping up with the radio hobby. And I think it's like Jeff and I, Bernie, Chris, anybody on this panel, we we're just avid radio listeners and news junkies about the hobby. And I know you're the same way and you probably were all that way through your, through your working career. One of the most fun things to do is to hear a nice stereo signal from a thousand miles away. And I think, I know Jeff can relate to to that. I certainly can. Can I ask you one question? This is really Phil's spotlight here. But you met the one that you're with uh, from, and she's from California. Did you, did you end up going out to California at some point to meet her? How did that all work out, Gary? Oh, I, I made several trips. We made several trips back and forth between 2001 and 2003. So, yeah, I went out there several times. So so you, you were quite a visitor to California, and yeah. you got to know that radio market and, yeah, and sure. all of that. That good stuff, but do you probably on a daily basis? Don't you go looking for radio news? Or? I, look, I look for more radio news than I do listen to the radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, Gary, I try to get you to do my job, but you don't want to take it. I well, I mean, I, you know, I can't be best, so you know, what can I say? No, but um, let's open this up to the panel. Let's do it one at a time. Anyone have any questions for Gary? Yeah, did uh, did you ever get to host? I have a couple questions. Did you ever get to, did they ever do any, like, live programming of their own? I know one of the people that we know, and I won't, won't mention his name, but he uh, was able to do, he worked for Radio Reading, and he got to do a, a request show on Friday night. They never offered anything like that to anybody there in any of the services to do uh, any live shows? Uh, no. Would, the only thing I did was I would read the Braille copy of the library newsletter. Mm-hmm. And I would do that okay. when I came in every couple months. And were they ever able to hook up the one? We still have our talking information uh, service here in the center in, uh, you know, in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Uh, and they've, they used to be hooked up with the Commission for the Blind. They used to get funding from them. Then that, I think, uh, went away. But they have fundraisers and stuff. So did you guys do things like that? Do you have golf tournaments and, uh, you know, galas and things of that sort? Uh, the one here was owned by ACB, and then they split off, and then ACB took them back over, and they didn't uh, really have a huge way of doing that so they in houston i don't know how they read houston and dallas they we do things they do things i don't know what they do because i was at work uh, you know but places, <laughs> uh, but you know uh, they they had money those those two places where gary when you worked at the reading service did you ever get them to, to read articles about radio now the, in, the reason i say so is because the guy I, as i've talked about him named les marshak <coughs> volunteer worked for in touch but he asked them if he could read new articles about radio, about what was going on in the radio industry. Did you, any of your radio, radio, radio reading services do that at, at all? Oh, yeah, sure. We do the radio TV columns. Now, uh, here we had a Friday night show. It was an entertainment show that I did with a guy who uh, worked for a long time at the local NPR affiliate. If you did afternoon, the afternoon, all things considered, uh, shift. Uh, named Bob Branson. He, uh, what he and I, yeah. and another person did an entertainment show on Friday night. 
and we had a lot of fun doing that. We put a lot of stuff on each other on the air. But anyway, he would always read the radio uh, column. And we had another reader who was a radio aficionado. And would, he could imitate uh, various people like Rush Limbaugh and Jack Buck and Walter Cronkite. And he, we, we were live uh, in, at the Austin radio service. So what you got is what you got. So he... Uh, he uh, read an article about Rush Limbaugh in that voice. I, it was it was funny the way he did it. <laughs> so, but anyway, so he also would read the radio articles. So, uh, in Houston, uh, yeah, they'd read the Post and Chronicle and uh, articles about radio too. So, what advice so, would you say to people who want to get into radio, Gary? It's any, I mean, I don't, people always give advice. But any advice? Have you ever had people ask you? Well, I'd like to work for a radio reading service. What, what advice would you give them? Well, as far as radio reading services go, I don't know how many are left. Um, I, it's really hard to say how to get into radio now because all the jobs are disappearing. Uh, and a few more have just disappeared today with the sale of the station in Indianapolis. So, don't talk about that. I'm sorry. I just, I'm just pointing, <laughs> using that to point, make my foot. Bernie, Bernie, he wanted to make I sure you were still you're, He wanted to make sure you were awake, Bernie. Well, no, well, I, I, yeah, no I, I, I. Are you kidding? I, uh, I think Gary's one of the most interesting people out here. So, of course, I would listen to it. I never knew what he did. I didn't know he did the radio or anything. That is so the cool. good thing about the thing about the interview was that Bill said hello and Gary talked for seven minutes. I think right. that worked out. Pretty well. I was trying to help Bill <laughs> I have found well, one thing, experience. One thing that's kind of, kind of funny, I never knew about the Austin Radio Reading Service and I lived in Austin until after it was already closed and I found out about it four years later when I met Gary. So that shows how little they promoted it yeah, It was, here. It was on the 90 to 94. Well, unfortunately, radio reading services are disappearing, and the, the biggest enemy of the radio reading service, unfortunately, is, well, fortunately, in a way, is the internet. Well, there's, oh, there's yeah. More and more well, there's one, there's one, I think, St. Louis, but they've adapted it, and they run more podcasts, and they have a phone app, and they have, and they do, uh, I think they also are involved in audio description and other things in their community, so they've kind of evolved from just yeah, the radio. I guess they call it my... They call it Mind's Eye Radio or something like that, the one in St. Louis. Wow. Yeah, I think it's Sight Sound Radio or Sound Sight Radio. Did you guys ever do any remotes? We've had the Talking Information Center cover our convention. They've covered the NFB conventions and so forth. Did, did you guys ever do anything like that? I think in Dallas one year they described the circus. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, was, that was great for me because I got to go in an hour late. So I was happy about that. But yeah. Oh, wow. But it's interesting, and, you know, the way the Internet, when I was doing my website and all the radio stations, they used to contact me, can you put our link on here and promote? And that's how people would find the various radio reading services from the links that, that we provided. Now we got Walter with the raised hand. Walter, you Walter, got go something ahead, for you Gary? Have you, have a, you have a question for Walter? Yeah, I First know of all, Walter, can you hear everybody okay, or is it just you can only yeah, hear yeah, yeah, I hope so. I really <laughs> yeah. Bernie, you're killing me here, man. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Go ahead, Walter. Okay. Yes. 
Um, Iowa still has their uh, reading service. Um, okay. Good. Do they? Yeah. Uh, still have ours. How do you listen to it, Walter? How do you listen to it? Well, they do have you know the special radios that you have to um, that, you, oh, yeah. that you, they they can provide for you, or of course you can do it, you know, online or. I think they even have, I think uh, one of the, the digital cable or digital channels has or one of the I think the Iowa Public Radio or Television uh, or Iowa PBS as they call it these days um, uh, do that um, uh, carry the uh, the one of the digital channels carry the uh, Iowa Radio Reading Service. Yeah. Well, you know, when I first moved to Our Albany... Our was on Channel 11 on cable TV because yeah, they I, had a disagreement. They eventually got it on KUT sub, but... Yeah. When I first moved to Albany, New York, the Rise Reading Service, Gary, was on one of the cable channels, but then they realized they couldn't do that anymore, and not because they didn't want it and had nothing to do with the cable company. The cable company wanted them there. They didn't at the time, but the reason they couldn't be on the cable channel was because of copyright, right, copyrights and yeah. for books. So and they had to get off the cable channel because anyone could listen to that channel. The reason that the reading services exist at the time is because those subcarrier receivers are only distributed to people who are disabled, and that uh, who you know who can use them. And that was the agreement yeah, so that yeah. they they would have a problem with the, with the publishers and authors of the books. So no, yeah, I think I, you have to have a proof of disability for the one in that mind's eye in St. Louis to even get the phone app. You have to have some sort of doctor's uh, thing. Yeah, but if they go online, they're online. They're online. You don't have oh, to, you know? You don't well, have you to get the online code, you have to get a code. Yeah, you got to get a password get and the, user ID and stuff for, for that. Yeah, person. Chris, you have oh, to get well. a code and do this and do that, so it's not quite I mean, as they're on easy. the stream. I mean, you can get, uh, you know, if you can find out how to... I know ours is on the, was, you know, is available on the stream, some some channel. I haven't figured out exactly what you type in, but I think it's available. So. Well, I think one, one, one thing that has hurt the, the radio reading service here is it reads, you know, like the Des Moines Register, for example. Well, if you really want to have up-to-date stuff in the Des Moines Register, I think most people would just use Newsline these days and yeah. Right. That's kind of really. Well, you can skip with Newsline. You can skip it. Where correct. If you're yeah. listening to the radio, you and to re- and to read the whole thing, it takes. I believe it. Well, I don't know what it is today, but it used to be three hours to read the whole paper. Yeah. 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 Really. We had more. We had more papers here. They they would give you know an hour for the Globe, an hour for the Herald, an hour for the. Christian Science Monitor, you know, and so they would never necessarily get, they might do one sports article or something, so if you really wanted to see the sports section of a paper, you couldn't do it that way. The other part of the problem is, is that uh, paper and they, 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 clock, they had a clock, sort of. Is that uh, the newspapers are becoming a dying breed these days? I mean, yeah, they are. It's, it's, and yeah, it, I know a couple of, I was going to say, a couple of the audio now, our radio reading service, I found them on accident back when I used to play with those audio now numbers, and I'm sure they could probably get in trouble for having them on there because anybody could find those audio now numbers and call in, so I don't know. <laughs> if you're reading just newspapers and probably magazines, you could probably get away with it. But yeah. If you read a lot of books, you might have some issues. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and at night they would. They yeah. would, they would uh, do books, and uh, so that's where they could get into trouble. 
So Gary, you did a good job, Gary. A very good well, job, man. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you. The other thing I I'd say before we go, how many people use, what is it, Newsline? I mean, can you, is it faster on the phone? Is it faster on your iPhone where you skip through the articles? Or how do you do it? Do you read it in Braille? Like I use it on my iPhone. Sometimes I use a regular phone, but I, a lot of times I use it on my iPhone. I do the regular I, phone, but it's also available. I think you can get it, uh, a thing from Bar, you know, get it hooked up to your uh, Lady A as well. Stream, too. You can or your Victor Stream. So, yeah, it's one of those things. It's a valuable resource, and we'll be glad we got it. Gary, thank Newsline you. Newsline is, is very helpful to me uh, on the sports show because I go in and get some spelling. Sometimes we're not always sure how to pronounce a name or how it's spelled or, you know, what yeah. we should say and go in and get exactly. stuff that way. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can do that on the iPhone, too. On and my you know, little simple board. Braille display here that looks like a keyboard, you can download the news, and it just downloads right to the Braille display. You don't have to oh, that's do anything. Yeah. And so you can read, and I can check those spellings like Kettler. You know what I mean? <laughs> there and you so go. we don't have this problem. I, I think, too, isn't there a way for those who don't know i think bill there's technically a way you can install a little program on your computer and you can do news, news line that way too but i'm not i'm not sure what they call it i'm, I'm not sure about that, that one but, seen that, but, but i know that it i don't know about that the kf knfb book the reader is available off for windows and they haven't updated that in quite a long time but that is i i bought that when it was on sale for a very yeah very i wasted price. my money with that thing yeah there you go. Fool me once. All right. No, you know, okay. we've got an NBA draft here coming up at, right. at oh the top God, of the hour. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Bernie, at least yeah, Bernie, number nine pick, yeah. if they get a good <laughs> get a good draft choice and and more people in the draft, maybe you'll be able to post to Facebook more next year. So, <laughs> maybe I will. Right, it couldn't so. be a whole lot worse than last year. So really, yeah, well, don't worry, better. Bernie. We'll be, yeah. we'll be looking for your Facebook notifications because whenever you do I send them, you, I get them. You always do. I do, yes. Yeah, mine and, mine and Bill and Bernie's teams pick early. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, there's a reason. All right, Jeff, yeah, I, I guess it. it's time for your your moment in the sun with what Bruce Bradley from Bruce Bradley from WBZ in uh, March of 1961 and Chris I think you're going to enjoy this and oh, I'm sure I will he, he was my favorite DJ so why and not I've got 100% of Naples because that's where most of New England is right here so there you go. Uh, let's <laughs> just do it only, only Hoosier there is so here we go <laughs> This week in my Classic Air Check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to March of 1961. And I believe this air check was taken over two days, March 30th, 1961, and March 31st, 1961. The radio announcer we're going to hear is the late Bruce Bradley, who spent many years working at radio station WBZ-AM when it was owned and operated by Westinghouse. Bruce Bradley would ultimately leave WBZ, and he worked in New York City at WYNY-FM as well as WHN-AM, and he spent some time working in St. Louis doing talk at radio station KLOX-AM as well. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy Bruce Bradley on radio station WBZ AM in March of 1961 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. For the bright sound in Boston Dial 103, it's WBZ. That's for me. And Carl 
said it. I'm sure it's okay, though. It's 11 minutes before 8 o'clock, WBZ time. This Bradley Show, 37 degrees. Outside and inside, here's Kathy G. you all set. WBZ studio clock time, which is the most reliable there is, is eight minutes before eight o'clock. Eight in front of eight o'clock news time at Radio 103. New Miracle Patent comes to town. This is Jay Dunn with a question. Have you given your help to the crippled children of your community? Easter Sunday is practically here, and that marks the end of Easter Seal Month. It's the one time each year you are asked to help provide care and treatment for physically handicapped boys and girls through Easter Seals. If you haven't yet contributed, WBZ suggests you say Happy Easter with a generous donation. J.J. Deliver to take off that silly suit now. This is flashback time, in case you don't know. Bobby Darren. In a cavern. Sweet, fat young thing, immortalized in song and story by rockin' Bobby Darren at four before the news. Well, I hope you agree. See Volvo's Swedish quality during the big Volvo carnival going on right now at Playstead Motors in Salem Auto Engineering in Lexington. This is called Surrender. Do you give up? Oh, Elvis. Let's watch and take a pill. Bruce Bradley show until 9.30 for Thursday. Everybody sings about that's Paul Dino at seven minutes past eight o'clock. WBZ time, Bruce Bradley show. Well, here's one it's a song that's been made into a movie. picture to see. One-Eyed Jack. Sounds good, huh? Well, continuous performances of One-Eyed Jacks now playing at the Astor Theater. Advanced tickets are now on sale at the Coolidge in Brookline, the Strand in Quincy, the Supreme Markets on Gullivan Boulevard, and in South Weymouth, and as usual at the Astor Box Office. Rather an imposing introduction, wouldn't you say? Done by Tony Orlando, it's called A Halfway to Paradise. Watch those drums. It's 11 minutes past 8 o'clock, WBZ time. It's a fellow named Tony Orlando, upon whom lots of money has been spent, and they hope to get some of it back if you buy a record or two. It's called Halfway to Paradise. It'll be interesting to see what happens to old Tone, huh? You know, for 20 years, the USO has been entertaining servicemen and women in remote places across the globe. In appreciation for this service, WBZ Radio is sponsoring an authentic USO show April 15. It should be a lot of fun for the combat-ready men of the 2nd Infantry Brigade at Fort Evans. Now, most of this program will consist 
of amateur talent from WBZ's listening area, such as me. If you know of a likely candidate, though, tell him to describe his act in a letter to talent, WBZ Boston. Now, he may win an overseas trip with the USO. The address again is talent, WBZ Boston 34. It's 36 degrees outside. Records in the Bruce Bradley Show at Radio 103, WBZ New England's treasure of pleasure. And the playmates missed suck up. A little wiggle here. Talk about, talk about a luscious sweet. Talk about, talk about delicious treats. Talk about real, real chewing bites. Talk about juicy fruit chewing gum. Now you're talking juicy fruit gum. This is a WBZ flashback by Johnny Mathis called It's Not For Me To Say. And before I play it, bear in mind that this song has been popular. It's been played many, many hundreds of times. In fact, this particular record has been played so often that it's gray. And we put it in the machine and uh, uh, harsh detergents and mild liquids do nothing for it. It's a flashback and a scratchy one of that. But it's not for scratch. It's the sentiment of the song that counts, right? Even though you can't hear the sentiment because it's so scratchy. You want to know what's happening. You want to hear what's Reminding you that Saturday is WBZ Day throughout New England. Now, there are three big reasons why Saturday is WBZ Day. Namely, Jay Dunn, Kevin O'Keefe, and Bruce Bradley will bring you New England's most popular music during their 14-hour-long Saturday Spectacular. So this is Dave Minard reminding you that... Thursday night show, the second last day of the third month of 1961. 36 WBZ degrees outside. It's called Big Mr. C by Link Eddie. So, big Mr. C. Link, Eddie, the group at 27 past the hour, 8-2-7, WBZ time. Bruce Bradley show, it's Thursday, and it's kind of a quiet time. Just between now and the weather at 8.30 for everybody in all of New England. A song that Johnny Mathis did, gee, not too long ago, and we played a flashback by him already. And so this time it's the Anita Kerr quartet and the prettiest thing you've ever heard. Westinghouse, Boston, Springfield. Bruce Bradley, Thursday night show. And the weather right now for everybody in New England brought to you by your country cousin at Eastern States Farmers Exchange. Not too bad. 
up from Don Cantor says skies will be clear and the air cold for the season. Though in all of New England tonight, the brisk west to northwest wind will become nearly calm after midnight. Lows in Boston and vicinity near freezing in the city, upper 20s in the suburbs. Lows from the northern Connecticut section northward in the 20s, except 16 to 22 along the Canadian border. Sunny skies tomorrow, slowly warming up to the lower mid-50s in Boston and southern New England and the upper 40s up north. Light variable winds tomorrow becoming southwesterly late in the day. High clouds will be on the increase late Friday afternoon. Rain is indicated for late Friday night and Saturday morning. Fair weather, we hope, indicated for Easter Sunday. Let's hope that rain comes and goes before Easter. WBZ temperature at 35 degrees, Springfield 31. That's why home gardeners know it pays to buy at Eastern State Farmers Exchange. You know this one, it's called Run Away. Done by Del Shannon, high on the list on BZ. Oh, it's one of those nights. You can't beat this one. Leopold Bill, just 33 hours from Boston by jet. Leopold Bill, just seconds away from you at the international services of WBZ News. This is Bob Lape reminding you that you're in tune with the times when you're in tune with Radio 103, WBZ, the station with the largest radio news staff in New England. Remember, for news first and fast, this is the lightning tomorrow on WBZ. The is called Short Skirts, done by Billy Mitchell right here. on WBZ Radio 103 Higher Education's Bill. There goes Jay Dunn hopping down the WBZ body trail. No offense, Jay, I really didn't plan it this way. It just so happened uh, that you were on the show and then uh, the next record happens to be Great Imposter. Certainly nothing that... Uh... Henry Mancini on WBZ. It's uh, kind of a pretty song. Everybody came alive all over Sudan. It's four minutes before the news at 8 o'clock at Radio 103. WBZ, the Bruce Bradley Show. It's Friday night, March 3 1, 1961. What's happening for you on March 31st? I hope it's a nice day. Had a pleasant evening and an even nicer one tomorrow. This is Chris Connor. Coming up at Radio 103 and well, Brenda Lee and Frank Sinatra and the Drifters and the Allisons and Tommy Edwards and Clarence Henry and a few others in the Bruce Bradley Show for Friday night, March 3-1. This is a string of pearls. At least it will be if I ever stop talking. Billy Vaughn! Santa and John, and they've had lots of hits among them. Hopscotch, the currently popular one, and of course, uh, one called Sleepwalk and one called Annie. And WBZ time is seven minutes past eight o'clock and watch out.
forget to send in for your free Nutley Nutritional High School brochure, which not only describes the courses available, the advanced uh, parsley arranging, techniques of turtle watching, simple surgery with power tools, uh, luau etiquette, and left-handed finger painting, but talks about the faculty of the school, too, the five teachers who teach these five courses, about Geronimo St. Cyr, Nutley Nutritional's prominent principal, not to mention the fact that Nutley is the oldest educational institution in America, quite possibly the world. There's lots of interesting and I think exciting information in this book. It runs 11 pages, and it's all for you, and it's all for free. All you've got to do is send your name and address and a postcard with the back of an envelope or a letter to Nutley Nutritional Summer Session in care of Bruce Bradley, WBZ Boston 34, and we will mail them out to you very soon. You can depend on me, honey. continuous performances of One-Eyed Jacks now playing at the Astor Theater. Advanced tickets are now on sale at the Coolidge in Brookline, the Strand in Quincy, the Supreme Markets on Gallivan Boulevard and South Weymouth, and as usual at the Astor Box Office. Hockey Dock, One-Eyed Jacks. WBZ at Radio 103 now available in three convenient sizes. Portable, table, console. This is Carl D'Souza's theme song here. Done by the Drifters. Exactly on the schnoz of Radio 103, WBZ. of exciting good things for Easter at your favorite Dunkin' Donut shop during their Dunkin' the Fun Bunny Easter celebration. Now, bring along the kids to see the colorful, wonderful Easter decorations and taste the fancy Easter tarts at only 15 cents each. Everything to make your Easter holiday season the happiest ever at your nearby Dunkin' Donuts or Dunkin' Donuts at 875 Morrissey Boulevard in Dorchester. Stop in tonight or first thing tomorrow, won't you please? This is called Are You Sure? It's a pretty thing and a popular one, too. Done by the Allisons. WBZ program PM station wagon while you're driving about town. Honk your horn twice. Beep, 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 We're always glad to see you. Bye now. See you, Bob. Watch out. WBZ time is... You went off that cliff again. Oh, boy. Stay tuned. See if he makes it tonight, okay? 19 past 8 in the Bruce Bradley Show and a kind of a sideways flashback. Frank Sinatra. You make me feel so young. Talking about talk about talk about luscious sweets. Talk about talk about delicious treats. Talk about juicy fruit chewing gum. Now you're talking juicy fruit gum. For the bright sound in Boston Dial 103, it's WBZ. That's for me. Thank you, honey. WBZ time is 23 minutes past eight o'clock. I love you, but I do, and that's all that counts. This is Clarence Frogman Henry and the Bruce Bradley Friday, March 31 show. I don't know why. Wow.
Wow, what memories. WBZ AM from March 30th and March 31st, 1961, and their radio announcer, Bruce Bradley. When you listen to this air check, you realize that WBZ was transitioning to a top 40 format with elements of middle-of-the-road music thrown in as well. And I really enjoyed those CRC jingles that they used back then as well. So if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Great wow, one, Jeff. Chris, can you have observations? I, I I hope I was right about that because when WH, when WINS, I should say, was on by Group W, they tried doing the MOR stuff. They dropped they dropped the Top 40 format, essentially, before they went all news. And BZ was doing that because they were playing Top 40 music with an MOR well, uh, bent to it. Well, they were, they, they were going in different directions because, of course, INS knew they were going to be going all news, and I don't know what they were trying to do at that point. Maybe they had a last-ditch uh, thing because they weren't beating WABC. BZ was always the more mature sound. Of course, they had a much better signal than uh, than either COP or MEX. So they had a much better signal. They they, they catered to an, a bit of an older audience, um, but they didn't drop their old stuff. I mean, that was in the, you see that weather forecast? That was all of New England because they knew they covered all of New England. So they were talking about Connecticut and the Canadian border and everything else. Oh, yeah. And, you, you know, so so that was, you know, they were me- more mellow. If you listen to the air check that uh, we've played on here, um, not when we were on, but when uh, Walt Kramer was on uh, from 1964, he's, hey, up tempo, yeah, the Bruce Bradley show. And he's, you know, it's a whole other sound to it. So yeah, they that got was more Ju- Juicy Brucey back then. Remember they, that was he was yeah, Juicy Brucey. Well, they, I think his nickname, not only did it rhyme, but I think he did like the uh, juice of the grape. And I think that that was the reason that he got his name. He also worked at WCAU, and he actually came back to BZ in July, um, summer of 78, till about early 1980. So he did try to, to come back and, uh, you know, play the adult contemporary stuff that they were playing at that time and, you know, did a good job with that. But, um, yeah, Nutley Nutritional, Nutley Nutritional did not exist. He made that up. And so this was a thing, you know, about, you know, left-handed uh, power saw, saws and, you uh, uh uh, what was it, uh, etiquette for luau's and all that. That was all courses that he made up, and it was just a whole thing. He had different shticks that he would do at various points. He started, you know, started a whole bunch of different things, but Nutley Nutrition was just a made-up thing. Go ahead, I Bernie. can see why you liked him, though. He he was very smooth. He just, yeah. he was, you know, he was, was fun, but he wasn't over the top. He was just, he did exactly what you would think the format should do. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah. when I went to summer camp in Vermont, Bertie, WBZ with 50,000 watches. You could hear that radio station day and night up and up <laughs> and out, out of Harvard, Vermont. Oh, yeah, I can hear them here. Which is, and, and they just, night. they did it. And what about, and, and, but they, yeah. but they had a, a stable of people who worked there for years. I mean, I'm not just talking about Bruce Bratton, Dave Maynard, Dave Jay Dunn, yeah, Jeff, nobody ever Jefferson, Jefferson K. Of course, you can't forget about Carl DeSeuss and, right. uh, and, uh, and of course, we, we, we did do, and I wish there was more of the air checks of that. Where, where, you know, where later on when Bob Nelson left the, the station, they did do contact with, uh, well, what they had contact Bob on with Bob oh, yeah, Kennedy. Bob and, and we don't have any air checks except that one air check I did a number of years ago from him. Uh, but, he mm-hmm. also, but he also worked on WBZ television as well with the talk show. And then he yes. moved to Chicago and unfortunately passed away. Bob, Bob Kennedy did a lot of, uh, I mean, uh, Bob Nelson did a lot of documentaries and uh, for that program PM show and they'd do features. It was like a news magazine and at that time it was on from ten to midnight. So Bruce Bradley would come on, they'd do a big news thing at six o'clock and then Bruce Bradley would come on at uh, you know six thirty and uh, do his show from six thirty to ten. And then they switched around when Bob Kennedy got the gig, 
they put him at six thirty to eight, and then Bruce Bradley be on from eight to eleven thirty. So, so and, and, what, who, and who did all nights? So the only person I remember doing all, all night. nights it was Mickey O'Hara. Oh. I, I know that. Yeah, well, he would come in in the summer. Okay, at this point, it was actually Kevin O'Keefe. Now they mentioned him coming in on Saturday, and that probably got him, you know, a couple of days off by coming in and doing the sort of a double shift Friday night and then Saturday uh, afternoon. Kevin O'Keefe later turned out to be the WHDH and WEI uh, traffic uh, copter guy. You know, he was in, uh, he's more known by people around here, but he started out as the all night guy. Well, he started out as one of the, the one of the first Dan Dunhams on MEX. Then he went over to BZ as the all night guy. Then when Kevin O'Keefe left, I think they brought in Jay Dunn. I mean, uh, Jefferson K. And he started on the all-nights, but he was doing well. So they moved him up into the daytime, and then they worked in Dick Summer. I'm not exactly sure yeah. if that all dovetailed together, but they did give him the, the afternoon drive and the Hootenanny show. But he did start on BZ as the all-night guy for a while. As a matter of fact, we played yep. an audition tape of uh, Martin Krinsky, which is uh, the real name of Jefferson K. We did, we did yep. an air check that he did. I guess he wanted he wanted to leave WBZ at the time to go to get WKBW, which he did back in 1966. But we yep. played an air check of that uh, of of, yeah. of what he what he submitted when he left WBZ. So very interesting radio station, and of course we the history of WBZ and it had that repeater tra- uh, transmitter on uh, serving Springfield, Massachusetts as well. Yep, on the same. They got rid of that in, uh, six, the next year in July of '62. They got rid of that, so that's why. Yes, they goodbye, KFWB. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Now I I will tell you that I I I never know how long to make these things because I don't want to make them too long. That actual air check that I have actually runs about 23 minutes, and I edited it down to make it to be about 15 minutes. So. Uh, maybe uh, we'll do a bonus thing. We'll play it again. I, I thought the funniest thing he said was when he was talking about, boy, they're doing a lot of promotion on this Tony Orlando guy. I hope he makes it someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, he did. He did make it, but but years later. It wasn't until... He, he, yeah, well, he had two or three hits then, and then, uh, yeah, he had to wait about eight more years. I like the line about, yeah. uh, I guess, when he played Chances Are, and he was talking about it being a scratchy oh, record. Scratchy record. He said, you yeah. can't hear the oh, cinema it's, through it's, the scratches. It's, it's, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, well, don't say anything I think it's about... pretty funny that anybody, anybody would even mention the scratchiness of a record on the air. That was hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like when we, true, when we yeah. talked to, a couple of weeks ago about that mistake that the guy at CKLW made. Oh, yeah. Bruce Bradley would have made a whole show out of that. Oh, man, I don't know what Absolutely. I'm talking about here, you know? And why not? Yeah, no, it was it's fun. Funny. It made BZ, the guys, Dave Maynard was that way, Jeff K was. It made the station feel, you know, not so formal. You know, some to some degree, it was more formal than MEX and stuff. But the, you really felt like they were they were a family. They goof around. You know, he's kidding uh, Jay Dunn about being uh, doing the Peter Cottontail ad and about the bunny suit he's wearing and all this other stuff. You know, so they just goofed around on each other all the time. It was great. And and after W after Jay Dunn left WBZ, people don't, may not realize, but he went to Cincinnati and worked at uh, WCKY for a while, and then he mm-hmm. moved to New York City and did work at WNEWAM. And uh, and he did. Uh, he had a great voice, you know. If you if you heard that voice there, he, that was probably out of all of them the best voice. Just and pure. he was a nice he wasn't guy. Funny as the other guys, but he was he was just a great voice and and a good you know he was there for a good six and a half years at least. He actually could have stayed if he'd held out for another six months. He would have fit right in with the uh, adult contemporary stuff they were playing starting then. So, but he he got another opportunity, I guess. So there he and, went. And it was always unusual when I thought about the schedule of WBZ, Chris, because all the announcers started on the half hour, like yes. 5.30 to 9.30, 9.30 to 12.30, 12.30 to 3.30, 3.30 right. so to 6.00. They could 6. have a changeover. 
they wanted to talk to each other. So they'd, they'd have, you know, we had one a few weeks ago when uh, uh, Jay Dunn was on and Jeff K came in and was just starting to talk. And they were like, they had no idea what they were going to even talk about. You could tell they hadn't even, remember, they hadn't even talked to each other about what they were going to talk about. And they figured, we'll come up with something. And they oh, it's cold out or whatever they did. And they would, they would have a switch over. The only time that didn't was the news, like I told you, big newscast at 6 to 6.30. And then I was thinking no. back, and I don't know when they used to run this, maybe the next year or so. There was a thing that ran on Group W called Radio News Day that they used to have to run every, every night. And uh, Jerry Landay, the guy was the guy that did it. And, uh, you know, they, it lasted maybe for six months to a year, like a world tonight kind of thing. So group W stations had to run that. So there were things they had to work around the group W group W never got a good phone line. They were always, everything sounded terrible, you know, on group W. It was just a bad line. I would never listen to a presidential speech on BZ because it sounded like it was, uh, you know, from the AP or something, you know, put on EI or something and hear it right. But, uh, you know, it was, well, uh, but I will tell you that, but, but whenever they did local news, and we can go back as far as 1954 with Hurricane uh, Carol in Boston. I think it was right. that. Uh, yep. Their news was top-notch, professional uh, for a top for you know a station that was going into the music. Oh, era. everybody still. If something's okay. going on, people still say, well, "What's a, what's you know, let me put on BZ." You know, that's a, no one would think of putting a, another station. Now it's the only all news station. But I mean, they people just our age gravitate to WBZ because they just figure you know they'll have the story somewhere or another. And now it's a little goofy the way they do it. And I've got. That's, don't get me started, but, you know, it's still the news station. You know, it's, it's always been the news station. Did the WBZ radio announcers also do TV stuff as well in the early 60s when, uh, when a, lot of, a lot of radio stations did that? Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, well, the one guy who did was Dave Maynard. He had a show. Uh, he took it over from a guy named Gene, Gene Jones, Community Auditions, and that was a talent show. So you'd come in, and we actually, our group from the Blind Leadership Club, our uh, Bay State, uh, well, it wasn't Bay State yet, our ACB affiliate, came in and, and sang, and, and you, people would vote. You know, you'd record the thing on a Tuesday night. Uh, that's when we went in to do it. They'd play it the next Sunday, and then everybody'd send in cards voting oh, for yeah. ones they thought, you know, you, star of the day, who will it be? You know, and Dave would sing the, the theme song. And it was community auditions from community opticians who were the big, you know, eyeglasses place. So that's where the name come for. That show was on for years. Dave did that. And he course, was the so one uh, guy that got over there. We, and we, then, of course, we can't like forget about said, Dave, Bob Dave Kennedy did, did. Oh, sorry, Chris. Bob sorry. Kennedy did TV too. Yeah, Bob Kennedy did TV too, like you said later. And we can't forget about Dave Maynard because not only did he do that, but he did on television as well as radio lots of work for children's hospitals. So, oh yeah, that was well. That, at that time, they were involved with at Christmas time. They would do the Salvation Army. They call it the Seven Hundred Fund, the Seven Hundred Most Needy Families in the Boston area, and they that was really a good fundraiser too. But then all of Group W seemed to get involved with Children's Hospital. They did it in uh, Pittsburgh, too. KDKA was very involved with children. So at some point, they kind of switched over. But, uh, yeah, the BZ was a real, you know, community-oriented station to all the thing. I mean, they would go uh, all over the place. They would do, do shows at some of the ski lodges up in Vermont and New Hampshire and stuff, you know, because they knew people would hear them. They'd come all, from all over the place. Thank you, Chris. Bob, can you just uh, – you have your hand raised. I know you're unmuted. Go ahead, Bob, please. One of the funniest things Bruce Bradley I heard to do was uh, he, when he introduced uh, It Ain't Me, Babe, he said, Johnny Cash and Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny, yeah. Bob. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Yep. Yeah, he would just say whatever he thought of. It. And you knew that he thought of stuff like 10 seconds before he said it. There was no particular filter. He just came up with whatever, whatever struck his mind. 
And, you know, he, I'm sure he didn't know that record was scratchy until he queued it up and he was like, you know, oh, man, oh, God, this is ridiculous. So <laughs> but still, I'm going to talk about this. This is silly. He still played it. He still played it. That was, he that, did. That was the thing. He and... did. Well, they were still using because you can hear, you couldn't, I can't hear it on the phone here, but you could hear on other shows that from that vintage, there's a big Carl D'Souza air check that I think we've played on here. They were still using the transcription records, you know, for the uh, commercials. Well, so they even did that on, on, on this thing. The, uh, yeah, I couldn't tell on the phone. They, here, they were yeah. on record. They were recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, that farmers exchange. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that one. That was on. That was definitely on. And sure. so were so a lot of the other recordings. Uh, on hey, record. there were no beer and cigarettes. I don't know what happened. They got juicy fruit gum. Uh, there were no beer and cigarettes on that Friday night. I don't know what was going unless, on. Unless they were cut out, and I, uh, that's how I got it. So I got it the way you. Yeah, did I don't it, know, so. but I doubt it. They, they, they would. You know, they certainly did their share of that stuff, but the, the juicy fruit was the big, uh, the big deal that particular night. Yeah, and I, I wish I wish they had a bit more um, adventure car hop commercials, but those were relegated for Arnie Ginsberg. They were, they were on MEX. They, oh no, BZ wasn't going to play an adventure car. That's Woo's job. That was his thing. He wasn't going to be on BZ doing that. They, you never heard any adventure car hop commercials on any other stations. It was a woo woo or bust for uh, for those guys. All right, well, I'm going to turn it over to you, Bill. I know you want to get ready to watch that uh, draft of, uh, if, I guess it's the NBA draft tonight. It is. Yeah, well, yeah. It's Bernie's favorite thing to do, I'm sure. That's what it is, Jeff. Bernie will be right there. Bernie, the so, so, much I know, so, so much I know about sports, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, right. You know, but, Bernie, I'm going to throw you a crumb here. Just before we went off, I just read, I finally got my email to work correctly for a few minutes 3.2 million dollars bio the bible group paid for whhh they kept their intellectual wow. properties on 96.3 which tells me that they'll move that someplace but anyway 3.2 million dollars to run a translator Bernie just, was just a buck three eighty short of getting that. They'll get that. They can get Man, it. If, I, if I'd only known. No, only yeah, I know. No. It would have saved your lunch money from yesterday. I know. Yeah. You could have cracked in and you could have you, you bought that station and yep. got a good signal. Yeah, so I wouldn't have to do this Spanish programming all the time. Uh, and you wouldn't have to do this <laughs> yeah. to all things radio. You know what I mean? So. Your favorite thing, yeah, I was just thinking about that with the Christmas you love in the Spanish. Your favorite thing must be to play Feliz Navidad. That that just hits the oh, rock, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Just play that song about the Christmas donkey. That's that's one of my favorites. I don't know why. Dominic, yeah, oh, good old Dominic. Dominic. I like him. Yeah. He's cool. Well, who well, knows? Well, the hip-hop oh. too, but... Uh, well, it's not ever that one Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll put a wrap on it, so... I can go listen to ESPN. What is it? ESPN Radio? Probably is yep. how I'm going to get so it. ABC and ESPN Television. Run it. Yeah. yeah, NBA Radio, if you want to do it that way. Whatever. What yep. about on the radio? Is it on ESPN? or who's... ESP, ESPN Radio is running it, too. Yes, they are. Radio and TV and ABC. Okay. Well, we don't want to miss it. Not that nope. our local fan would not be carrying it live. I don't know why, but it I don't know. Yeah. I don't we'll see. Well now what do we got, Jeff W MJX? And bedtime magic. David Bedtime Allen Magic. Yeah. I need some kind of magic. <laughs> oh, I'll put you to sleep before the draft. He's very good. 
Yeah. All right. Well, here we All go. Right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, panel. Thanks, everyone. And we'll work on the volume, maybe. This week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Boston, Massachusetts, and we're going to recognize a radio announcer who has spent 41 years working at the same radio station. His name is David Boucher, and he's been hosting Bedtime Magic for just about 40 years. Well, that's all coming to an end, but this week we're going to hear how Bedtime Magic sounds, hosted by David Boucher, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Magic 106.7, an Odyssey station. at workstation that includes your side hustle radio helps me through my work day it provides the soundtrack to my life is magic 106.7 106.7. Magic. Because it's the best station in Boston. I've been listening to it for years and years, and I continue to say. 106.7. It's my station. Magic. Magic 106.7. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. Let me live that fantasy. Through the night, every night, it's bedtime magic. Magic 106.7. sun goes down in Boston. It's time for Bedtime Magic Sox tickets from Magic 106.7. Oh my gosh, I've never won anything before. Magic's win your way into Fenway. Thank you so much. I can't wait. Magic 106.7 has Red Sox tickets for you to win. Go for every home game this season. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Be call or 10 when we ask at 931-1067. Thank you. I love the station. Magic 106.7. Your next chance to win your way into Fenway from Magic 106.7. Happens with Morning Magic after 7 a.m. Before the first fire of the workday starts burning, it's Magic's commercial-free workday kickoff. I love it when it's commercial-free. Magic 106.7 goes two hours of commercial-free music that makes it feel good. That might help me adjust my attitude about my workday. Set a reminder for Magic's commercial-free workday kickoff starting in the morning at 9. Magic 106.7 
you know, and music that makes it feel good. Download the Odyssey app to stream Magic 106.7. When you want to relax and unwind. Puts me in a good mood. Magic 106.7. sun goes down in Boston, it's bedtime magic. Magic 106.7. Magic 106.7. An Odyssey station. From Magic 106.7, Boston's at workstation. Stay close to co-workers with Cape Houses. You never know. Magic. Always. 106.7. It's bedtime magic on Magic 106.7. Bedtime Magic. I'm David Allen Boucher. We're winding down Bedtime Magic this month and getting ready for some uh, special shows coming up. We're going to be featuring some classic Bedtime Magic music. Go by the Magic Facebook page. Drop us a note about your best memory of a classic Bedtime Magic song, or you can text it to us or email us bedtime at magic1067.com. Time magic. Relax and unwind 
with Magic 106.7. Well, there you go. Bedtime Magic is heard on radio station WMJX-FM in Boston, Massachusetts, as we recognize the work of their radio announcer, David Boucher, who is retiring at the end of the month. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't you let me know by email or voicemail? The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F, Jeff at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595, that's 800-693-0595, and at option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.